Oh man, welcome back to the gray space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yeppers. And we are back with another fire interview for you guys this week. Yes. Yes, yes, but y'all know what to do before we get going. Make sure you subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right. Hit that like and comment because you are loving the content. Now, we got a special guest in the building, yes, my guy. Yes, we do, man. Yes, we do. I'm excited. Um, Before I get into uh, my soliloquy, if you will, man, uh, this guy's just been popping up on the radar, man. Oh, yeah. And, and finally had to make it happen, man. So our guest today, uh, despite this being our first time meeting each other, feels like a dope cousin or, or, or uncle at the function. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, his daily clips from his podcast, The Art of Being Free, uh, Freed, provide motivation and inspiration without judgment, which I think is huge. Uh, he is also an amazing artist who he brought us some dope stuff today mm-hmm. uh, with his works being featured for Nickelodeon, Arizona Cardinals, uh, uh, Phoenix, are the Arizona Coyotes, Phoenix, the Coyotes, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> his own call center TV and much more. Uh, I was going to say, actually, I wrote this down. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. I hope he hooks us up with some art, but he already did that. <laughs> he already did that. He, t- he, t- he took a piece, a piece of my intro out. It's all good. Um, but maybe he could do some custom cartoons for us, like me and you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he's not here for that. He's here to tell his story on the only place stories originate. Please welcome Freed to the gray space. Appreciate y'all having welcome me. Welcome in, Thank man. Yeah. yeah, man. It's welcome an honor in. to be here right now, you know? Man, I, I, I have been excited for this for a while. Um, It was... It was I call it I call it social media flirting, if you will, right? <laughs> and and it was like, you know, you popped up, and, and I was like, "Yo, who's this dude?" Mm-hmm. And then it was like I saw a clip, and then I kept seeing the clips, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, let me go check this dude out real quick." And, and super I, inspirational, man. Mad yeah. inspiration, yeah, for Appreciate sure. It. And then I was like, "Oh, nah," but he's a fire artist, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> on top of all that, right. Yeah. Um, and as I just started to go down the rabbit hole, I hit Zeke up and I'm like, I don't know who this dude is, but I like him, man. Mm-hmm. He's killing the game right now. Appreciate and it. we were like, I don't know when, and we're, we're big on timing. And I was like, yo, I think it's time to hit him up. And so glad we could finally get you in the building, yeah, man, because sure. you're doing some. For sure. Some amazing stuff, man. You're mm-hmm. doing some amazing stuff. But like I told you before we jumped on, I'm big into the origin story. Absolutely. So free didn't just become freed overnight. Tell us kind of how you not only got into art, because that's kind of a, a really your origin story is your 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 artistic side. Yes, sir. Um, but then how you kind of transitioned also into the podcast world. Yeah, so I'm from Fresno, California, born and raised. There we go. We got another another SoCal Yeah, so I moved out to Phoenix 20 years ago (laughs) to to do cartoons. I actually went to school for animation. Okay. Okay. 
And uh, I ended up getting into, you know, sales and became a manager. And, right. you know, just I kept doing the art, but I was making a lot of money, you know, in sales. So right. uh, I kind of left the art alone. I got into hip hop. You know what I mean? So that was another piece of my art that I was really into. I've been writing forever. Come from a musical family. My dad, he plays saxophone, and among nice. many other instruments. He used to open for the Temptations. So okay. it's like I've been around art my entire life. He's also a painter. And... um and I get out here, I'm doing doing sales, I'm doing my thing. I ended up getting married, having some kids. So I'm a father, family man, family guy all the way, right? Two young boys and our two young men. And um, as far as the art, I started getting back into the art little by little, um, especially with, with Instagram blowing up. So I used to always mm. put like a lot of like my art out there. Okay. Uh, as soon as Instagram came, I actually got an iPhone because Instagram was only on the, the iPhone back in the day when right. it first came out. Right. So uh, I started to build uh, a following. I made a cartoon uh, called Call Center TV, right. which is based on my experience as a minority in corporate America and, you know, less than diverse corporate America mm-hmm. in the cartoon. It's kind of like a cross between Office Space, Family Guy, and Friday. Okay. Right? okay. So it was really cool, a little bit of hip hop mixed into it. And then uh, right as I'm starting to pop with my art, this was like 2020, the pandemic hit. Like I did an art show. I was on the news. They did a feature. It was really cool. I was like, okay, this is the year I'm going to really take my art to the next level. I'd already worked with Nickelodeon at this point, did some social media art on a few movies. So it's like, I'm building this, you know, uh, portfolio. Right. And then, um, so right after that art show, uh, the pandemic hit. And then my mom passed away like a few days before her uh, birthday, like six days before her birthday. Sorry to hear that, man. I appreciate it. So this was like 2021. And, you know, I go through through my, my depression pretty much. It was it was really rough. And I remember that weekend, I was telling my wife, um, like, yo, I don't even want to draw. Like, I'm just not into you know, creating. Like, it's just, she was my spark. Like, that's where I got a lot of my positivity from, my mother. Gotcha. And um, so, anyway, um, a day later, the Arizona Cardinals put my stuff out. And I was like, wow, I just said I wasn't going right. to do anything. Mm. And um, and I'd been collaborating with the Arizona Cardinals. And, it, you know, just it just popped up. Literally, it was almost like a divine message. Like, nah, you're going to keep going. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I go through a little bit more time. And I've been doing motivational videos. My first video was on YouTube back in, like, 2015. Three reasons to quit your call center job. Mm. And they got, like, 40,000, 30,000 views, whatever. So that was, like, my first video. So it was a lot to live up to. And then I fell off of that. But kind of fast-forwarding back to... Uh, that time frame with my mother, I ended up advising someone who was trying to put out a podcast like, hey, can you help us with just the art and the direction? And I gave them some really dope feedback. They wanted me to be their manager. So I was like, you know what? I might be able to do my own okay. podcast mm-hmm. almost as a way to like honor my mother. And mm. when I first decided to make videos, I was like, yo, I could do videos about whatever I could talk about. My art, which is at my core, I'm an artist, an illustrator. You know what 100%. I mean? So that was like the thing. It was like, well, I could talk about my art. I could talk about relationships. I could talk about being a father. I could talk about raising a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. But none of that matters without mindset. And my mother mm. was always about like having a mindset that stretched beyond the, your limits. You know what I mean? So I wanted to share that glow that my mother shared with me, with the world. So I was like, I'm going to put these videos out. Long form, just about, you know, growth mindset. At first, it was just motivation. I'm not a motivational speaker right. by any stretch. <clears throat> but as I went through that trauma, I wanted to find a way. It was almost like self-therapy, right? Mm. Like I'm talking about 
things that are like divine. Like it talks about you know, the Bible talks about think on good things, right? Um, so I'm always thinking about good things. And I just want to share that. I still do it with my troubles, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I could share some good energy with the world, like my mother shared with everybody, like that's that's where the podcast, that's where the inspiration from the podcast, you know, came from. Okay. Right. So that's kind of like Fast forward now, we're going on year, about to go on to year three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's looking good. Like, I'm, you know, doing things like this, and I'm getting out there. Like, I'm getting back outside, as they mm-hmm. say, because I just, you know, I was a hermit after my mother. I didn't want to, you know, really go anywhere. I was just kind of like, you know, under a rock. And But I invested in myself, and I stayed in it, and there's still a lot of people that's counting on me. Like like I said, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Uh, you know, we, we actually got 14 years coming up on Tuesday, my wife and I. Good for you, marriage. Yeah. Congratulations. So, thank That's you. dope. Thank you. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I want to make sure that I do the right thing and, and remain honorable. Mm-hmm. But how can I step it up a notch and that's putting myself out there and not hoarding that gift? So I want to take it back a little bit, too, because there was a lot in, in all of that. Yeah. Um, Nickelodeon. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. It's a lot of people that can draw and do do graphic design and 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 a lot a lot of people that are really really good, right? Yeah. It's very hard to get in the door with major companies. Um not only did you work with Nickelodeon, but you also worked with the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, sir. Uh, but talk about kind of how you got into the whole like Nickelodeon thing. How did that how did that come about? Yeah, the first thing was just being consistent and just, like, showing up with my art all the time and being in the comments, like, just leaving, like, mm. high-energy comments. Like, I'm a, I'm the type that I'll leave, like, a comment that'll get, like, a thousand likes. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because, like, I want to put good energy out there. And then, you know, I've been in sales for, like, 20 years, so that's really part of the game. Like, people are trying to get at brands, but they're not trying to get at the people that's, like, behind it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, let me find out who the director of social media is over here. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got in touch with, you know, the Cardinals and uh, Nickelodeon. I just started DMing them and then I found out who the person was. They're at um, they're at Pokemon now. Uh, but it was just a matter of just being cordial, being uh, kind, you know, mm-hmm. having good manners. And I think that's like the, the foundation of everything, like your approach. Right. And uh, it just happens. Like I think you stay consistent. Things start happening. Looking back, it's not as big of a deal as it was at the time, but I'm thankful for that opportunity. Like, my art's at Nickelodeon. I got pictures with them. Mm. Got my art up at Nickelodeon. So it's like, you know, I think it's just reaching out and not being afraid to, like, use my sales skills. I always tell people, if you're going to learn something, like, learn how to sell. Mm. You can Mm. make money on your own because I'm selling for other people, but I could take these same skills and go connect with folks and and move up. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it happened. Okay, I want to talk to you about consistency because you you mentioned it a couple times, and I think that's actually really important uh, and for whatever you're trying to do. Yes, sir. Right, because no matter what you do or what you start or what you continue to do is just being consistent. Yes, sir. Right, and... I think that's lost on a lot of people. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that, but I feel like the the if you love something and it's your passion, yes, sir. I, I don't, you know. I think people always need to be consistent with, you know, because it might not be good, mm-hmm. right? It might not be where you want it to be, but just being consistent and continue that, you know, ball rolling, yes, sir. You know, mm-hmm. and consistently pushing that you know and pushing about it because then what it does is it pushes you yes. to be better yes, right Absolutely. and 
if you're consistent with yourself, mm-hmm. and and actually, you said something um, on one of your clips to you know of uh, just starting something, yeah. and it takes two minutes. I think is what mm-hmm. it said because you're reading a book, I yes. believe, yep. and it's just start it right, mm-hmm. create the habit, yes. right? Mm-hmm. In two minutes, like if you want to start going to the gym, just walk in the door. That's it. Like just. Get there. Yeah. Like, just go. Yeah. At least start there. Yes, sir. Create that two-minute, and I really like that. That stuck with me, mm. right? Because, again, it, co- it goes with the consistency part. Yes. Right? Mm. And it's just like, if you start this habit, in a good habit, mm-hmm. you know, mm. of, okay, I want to get into the gym, or I want to create more art. Yes. You know what I mean? You're going to be consistent about it. You should be consistent about it. Absolutely. So, I kind of want to get your take on, like, consistency, you know, throughout your career basically mm-hmm. and how that has you know pushed you forward basically yeah that's a great question i wasn't always this consistent like i actually was very inconsistent uh especially in my youth uh alienated a lot of people lost a lot of friends not coming through on things and i learned the art of consistency as i got older uh, a lot of it was just not having patience like you want things to pop Mm. especially as I'm younger, like I want to pop now Then my peers are popping now. Mm-hmm. How can I get up and, and get on? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And when it's not, you know, going for me, going well for me, I'm just like, all right, well, you know what? I'm just going to fall back, try something else. It's a gift and a curse of being multi-talented. Mm. Well, I go here, I go there versus what am I really good at that mm. I could just like lean into and then everything else will be a part of that. So when I went into this podcast project, one of the first lessons I learned was just like show up every day. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, you tell yourself, you know, you're prolific. I am prolific. Prolific to me means I'm showing up consistently, even mm-hmm. when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So at this stage and they're like a lot of the videos you're seeing now are like a year old because I got so much content that I could just repurpose it as I reinvent myself offline and then make a comeback like I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, OK, Freed's doing this thing. Um, but I feel like if you're gonna if you're going to commit to something, just find some level of consistency. It doesn't have to be every day. It could be every week. It could even mm-hmm. be once a month. But if you approach a project with consistency in mind, it makes more sense as a project versus it just being something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I always talk about, don't be a dabbler. But if I tell folks I'm working on a project which is going to be a ten episode podcast available in xyz it just sounds more real versus yeah i'm thinking about starting a podcast mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i've already kind of recorded so uh, as far as the habit building a habit it, it really just starts with showing up for just a few minutes a day if you want to read a specific book just open up the book and just like even hold the book sometimes i just look at the title think and grow rich all right that's cool that's all i need you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I don't need to open up the book and get too deep into it. Sometimes it's just you know, how to look at the title. So I think I believe consistency is key when it comes to any type of you know success that you want to see. I agree. So let, let's let's talk about the podcast for a minute because um, now I want to ask you before I ask you this other question. Mm-hmm. Do you like outside of your um, I don't know how to say that like draw outside of your actual artistic because art is is multi-dimensional right yes, but as outside of you you being an artist with your hands with the with the pen the pen game the the illustrations yes, sir. did you have any like background in video or audio or any type of training with that 
Yes. So when I moved out to Phoenix 20 years ago, I went to uh, art school. As I mentioned earlier, we had the opportunity to take a videographer class. So this was like 2003. I had the the mini DV, uh, the Canon. Mm -hmm. So we were up on Mill Avenue uh, just with the with the Canon. We were battle rapping at the time because, you know, I'm in my youth and I just was into rap. Um, And then just doing music and going into different studios working okay. with different engineers mm. out here like sound was like the the number one thing and i used to do a lot of online battle rapping like in the early 2000s dj who kid had a, a website called rapnetwork.com was a lot of artists came through there and we used to do online battles and the person who had the best quality typically won so i always focused on like investing in my quality making sure i had a good mic and then as far as the editing i learned a lot of that just over time, a lot of it was self-study. A lot of it was in school, but just putting together clips. I mentioned I'm really big on composition. Mm-hmm. So as long as things fit a certain way, like whether it's my art or putting pictures together or just editing clips, mm-hmm. right? My, my background in video and sound go back a good 20 years. And, and the reason I ask that is because when you look at, um, if you go all the way back, mm-hmm. episode one. Of uh, the art of being free, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's very well done for an episode one. Like, I don't know a lot of <laughs> podcasts that came out the gate that was like, "Oh, this is clean." And yeah. obviously, with anything like we talked about, the consistency, the the, the repetition, yes, you're going to get better. You're going to learn things. You're gonna see what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But that's why I asked that because not many people are able to come out of the gate. With the the fluidity that you had from episode one, Appreciate right, and then and then also the way you were able to do some of the the art. I mean, obviously you're an artist, but mm-hmm. that it's not an easy thing to step out of one realm right. and then step into this whole other realm and then just be like not okay, mm-hmm. like pretty damn good out the gate, right? Appreciate that. And so that's why I was wondering, and you did speak earlier about. Your your mindset as far as how you attack the podcast, but I want you to speak more to that as well. How much does that help you in actually putting the podcast together? Your your ability to basically see an image that's not there yet and create it. Yeah, imagination is key for me. Okay. Like I, I feel like I'm where imagination lives. Like I came up in the you know, 80s and the 90s, and I saw the greatest of, of things, you know, from reading Rainbow to the Fresh Prince, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's, <laughs> right. it's like like when you see all these things and at such an early age, you're like right now there's a lot of overstimulation. And uh, back then I was really able to key in on what I love. Mm. So when I draw stuff or put things together in my mind, it's no different than when I was writing raps or, or poetry. It's just, I see it in my head first and everything, uh, when it comes to drawing, I see shapes. So circles and triangles and squares, right? So I break it down to the simplest form. Uh, and that's how I approach, you know, my, my consistency with my podcast. And this my very, very first video on YouTube back in 2015. I was just on the couch on my cell phone, right? Mm. Um, and that got more views than a lot of the videos right. that I put out. You know what of I mean? Of course, of course. So, I, so I, I, I would say to folks, like, if you're thinking about putting some video content out, don't get too caught up in the aesthetic. Mm. But as an artist, that's about composition. Like, I feel like it's my job, it's my duty and obligation to bring people the best quality. 
starting with the sound and then making it, you know, doper with the visual. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Especially at this this point in my, you know, tenure, my my experience, it's like, yo, I know how to put out a dope a dope product. Right. Yeah. So one hundred percent. Yes, sir. And and I, I wanna touch on also the podcast and in just your your uh Instagram, wherever your people are watching you, right? Yes, the positivity that comes within you. And I kind of want to know where that comes from because yeah. I'm big on positivity. Yeah. And so I would love to see people doing positive things and just because sometimes, like, if something is being said. Yes, sir. It might not hit you right away, mm-hmm. or it's not for you just yet, right? right? Yes. And but it, it, it's it's all good information, and it's it, it's it speaks. There's certain things that just speak to your soul, absolutely, and it's something you need to hear at that particular time. Mm-hmm. And we say all the time, timing is everything, everything yep. you know. And so, where does that positivity? come from within you and how do you continue to keep pushing through because we all go through crap yeah. you know what i mean we all go through stuff but how do you internally get through all that stuff that's a great question so i got a 12 year old that's my youngest my firstborn. okay call him little freed and he's very gifted he's a, a in the music modeling so i go into his room one day and he's got his ipad and he's watching one of my videos just mm. by himself, you know. And I, uh, in the video, I said, choose your frequencies wisely. Mm. Pay mm. attention to what you're paying attention to. And he was like, you know, look, Dad, like it's you like saying this. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's really cool to see that. So a lot of my energy and my drive to be as positive as I can comes from my son. Right. Both of my sons, both of my sons are just like super dope. Uh, and I, I, I want them to look and see a, a positive, oops, a positive figure in their life, right? Yeah, like yeah. versus, mm-hmm. you know, a dad that's complaining about whatever. So I, I would say it comes from just my son and my desire to leave behind like a video journal for them, like mm. of just positivity. Like that's a beautiful thing. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that yeah. is a definitely a beautiful thing. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you. So. You like the color red, man. You got a lot of reds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, but but no, no, That's no, funny. no, 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 no joke, no joke. Yeah, yeah. Your use of colors, yes, sir. Um, well, I've noticed this as well. It, yeah, right. Mm. It's so. It makes the message hit. That much harder. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a little tangent here yes, for sure. people that haven't. That are just tapping in, that have not tapped into one clip of yours. Yes, sir. I said earlier, and you kind of you kind of uh, tapped into it right now as well. It's the positivity, but it's not just that. It's the positivity without the judgment. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. It's it's the motivation without the breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's hey man, I'm like you. You're like this guy. We're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know what I'm saying. I'm not perfect. And you're not even saying all that, yeah. but it's the way you're delivering the message is that impactful. Now you tack on this visual element mm. as you're watching it. 
where the use and I and I and I say the reds, but it's red is normally not a positive color mm. when it comes to like messaging, right? Yeah. But your use of like kind of dark the reds and and, and the darker blues mm. and the, and the darker oranges while simultaneously delivering these dope messages Thank you. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Appreciate and I want to know, like I get, <laughs> I get that it's the artist in you, but even most artists would say, I need to brighten it up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But you have this kind of contrast about, especially the, 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 the art of being freed that is just amazing. Where does I I like I know it's from the art, but like where does it really come from? Because it it's a very particular thing to use those types of colors. Yeah, so I, I certainly study color theory. Red is definitely a bad guy, you know, color. Right. Mm-hmm. Um typically you wanna see like some blues and some purples and some greens. Uh based on what I talk about, those are kinda like the mental health representative covered colors along with brown. But when people are scrolling through social media, like they're gonna be scrolling on this. And then they're going to see a dude with a, a red Kango and they might in some red glasses and they're going to stop like red. Like I was in a movie one time. Mm. I was just an extra, but I was in a movie right. and they said, don't wear red because you're going to take away the attention from the main actor. So it's mm. like, you know, red is like a, it just attracts attention. They were telling me. Kind of like red, like red cars. If you, if you drive a red car, you're going to get pulled over. I was just going to say that. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> they was actually, and the lady told me, you're actually less likely to get into an accident if you're driving like a bright red or orange car because people see you. They're more mm. likely to see you. So mm. it's like red is like, and it also accentuates my tone, right? So it's like I try to wear colors or have colors that are like they all matter. Like every, every a composition, again, that's my thing. And then you go back to the 90s. Uh, Tricks was my favorite cereal. The big red box, you know what I'm saying? Yes, All the sir. Colors. Yes, sir. And, and you know, the, the Fruity Pebbles was good, too. So it just a lot of it is just my influence of just growing up in the 90s and just seeing all these different colors. You know what I'm saying? And then when I started drawing Tiny Toons, Ninja Turtles, like those were like the, the things I was drawing. And it was just so vibrant and animated. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share that interpretation with people. So that's why I put those colors together the way I do. Okay. Nice. Now I have a quick side question. Sure. Has nothing to do with the podcast. Has a <laughs> little bit to do with art though. Yeah. Um, have you seen, I have not seen one, one of these movies, but have you I seen, I was going into the same Okay, direction. go ahead. Then it's all yours. Go ahead. No, 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 man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen, um, at least have you, have you seen the, uh, the two Spider-Man movies? Yeah. And the new Ninja Turtle movie. I haven't seen the Ninja. The new I haven't Ninja seen the. I haven't yet. seen the one yet. But I definitely went and took the whole family to see the latest Miles Morales, and it was just ridiculous. And you saw you saw both of them. You saw, saw the into and across. Okay, yes, sir. And and how much do you appreciate the art style that they're doing? Because I was talking to somebody at work about this uh, just the other day, and I was like, I'm so glad that Hollywood, wherever you want to call it, right, mm-hmm. is. Not getting away from Pixar, because I think Pixar is beautiful in its own right, but a lot of people have copied that over the years, Mm -hmm. and it's been very monotonous of the same type of art style. So DreamWorks and even Nickelodeon stuff, like everybody's kind of Disney, all doing the same art style, right? And Spider-Man, the first one, Mm -hmm. and it's like, boom, it comes on scene, and everybody's like, 
I didn't know that would be dope as hell to yeah, watch. Right. right? Yeah. And then the second one and now the Ninja Turtle movie, yeah. which got Paramount Plus, go watch it. It's it's phenomenal. And just from a pure art standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I also want to get your your take on like do you like the direction that kind of Hollywood's pushing or giving the freedom to yeah. artists of like, hey, create something that's cool, yeah. you know, and different. It doesn't have to be the Pixar style. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan. And as an artist, I'm a student of art. So I've got the uh, books, mm-hmm. right, for the, the Miles Morales movies. Okay. And I've been, I love stop motion animation back to mm-hmm. like the California Raisins. Uh, to, oh yeah, you know, all the way to Coral, <laughs> Coraline and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that that style of animation is like dope. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that Hollywood is you know catching on and putting out like just something that will make you think. Versus like we've seen all of the Pixar movies, like mm-hmm. you said, and the DreamWorks, the Shreks. Uh, we we fall in love with the characters, but they become kind of stagnant over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you reintroduce uh, characters like you know Spider Man or TMNT, which I definitely I'm going to go see. I yes. don't have Paramount Plus, but I'm going to go get it now. Um, it makes you expand your imagination. At least as an artist, it's like ah oh, okay, I could take my stuff this way. Like mm-hmm. the things that I'm learning now, like I want to implement that style of art into future you know podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. So, right. I think it's an amazing thing, like, and it's just going to continue to to grow. I want to be a part of it. I'm excited to be a part of it, actually. And are you a big anime fan? Just because of your shirt? Yeah, I'm a big anime fan. Okay, like, crazy. All right, yeah. <laughs> Attack on Titan is my favorite. Okay, anime. That's, all right. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Yeah, because uh, this is Monster X. Okay, Monster X Hunter. Yeah. All right. Wait, mon- is it Monster Hunter X Monster? Hunter x Hunter. I can't even get it right. <laughs> Hunter x Hunter. I'm uh, thinking of Monster Hunter It kind of looks like Nerato, or I think is, a, is the way you say it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, that's what it kind of looked like to me. But sure. I'm not big on anime. Okay. I'm but I do anime. like... I'm always appreciative of art. And is I think... It? I think most people are, yeah, right? Yeah. And... Again, I'm not really into anime like yes, stuff, mm-hmm. but I really appreciate art, right? Yeah. And even stuff that like I'm like, yeah, that's not really necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. I can at least look at it and go, I get, I, I kind of get what they were going for, and mm-hmm. I understand. And it's the beauty of art, right? Yes, and it's sir. the same with music and or whatever. It's like it it'll hit you, and you'll. It resonates with your soul, man. And it is one of those most beautiful things, right? And it's like hearing this great piece of music, Mm -hmm. right? Or this seeing this beautiful piece of art or seeing a a motion, you know, motion art, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just one of the most beautiful things, you know? Art is, please, art, don't ever go away because I think it's one of the things that humans need the most, you know, is that creativity and just to see it and consume it, you know? Totally agree. Uh, I, believe my arts brought a lot of different types of people together. You talked about how we motivate with no judgment or without judgment. And uh, a lot of that comes from just me sharing my art over the years. Like I made a lot of friends just sitting at a table and pulling out a piece of paper and drawing. And all of a sudden I'm looking up and I got a big group of people around me. And it's a diverse group of people, right? From all different types of walks of life. And art is universal. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and it's subjective as well. So, I put it out that way, like, yeah, I'm not tripping if I get, you know, a lot of love on a certain piece because the intention behind it was nice. And it's going to come around. It's going to affect somebody. All I needed to do was affect one person. One person. One person. That's, that's it. it. That's, it. Right. So, that's true, man. Just right. one person. That's it. Yes, that's all you need. 
So as as you move forward, mm-hmm. um, you've got uh, season one out right now. Mm-hmm. Season two is out. Yes, sir. Right now, wrapping up. Um, season three is probably already recorded at this point. I'm guessing season three is going to be dope. Okay, season, oh, yeah? season three is going to be dope <laughs> because. I get a little excited about it if I may interject real quick. Oh, so of course, of course, I got yeah. this kind of the Barack Obama oh, yeah. voice going real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm interviewing some very talented people, like oh. some stars. Awesome. Like so, it's like now you know you want to get stagnant. You talk about DreamWorks and Pixar. It's like the same thing, mm-hmm. and now it's like growth mindset and everything in between. Okay. So I, I really niche down these first two seasons, but now I'm going to open it up. I'm talking to other creators. I interviewed a young lady yesterday, super dope, and uh, I'm just excited to put that out because I feel like I'm a really dope host. Like, I'm cool talking, you know, doing these clips by myself, but I've always been a guide and a leader. I'm the oldest, you know, in my family, and it's cool to just get folks on that are talented and get them to talk about sharing that gift. The lady I talked to yesterday, she's like a big entrepreneur coach. But she was a dope pop artist back in the day. Mm. And she don't talk about that no more, right? So it was like, I got to talk to her about that. And I got her to open up about it. And it was like, see, this is why I like to have you know people on. Because I want to figure out like how we can get you to really express your gifts, right? Because it's like, for me, I, I got caught up in the whole entrepreneur thing when I first started. I got to be an entrepreneur. I got to run my own business. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's it's deeper than that. And that's why I'm... I'm really thankful to be able to really introduce art by talking to other artists and creatives. So season three will be out very shortly. Like the first episodes are going to come out this month. Um, I already got a bunch of interviews locked down. So mm. I threw your whole, probably threw your whole thing off. But I just got real excited. No, when you no, said that. no, that's exactly, no, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. where I was going because I wanted to know where you were going for season three. Now, yeah. now that I know that, how dope is it to just get to talk to people, man? And get their story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it because you 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 can talk, right? Like yeah. like you you've got you got the bars. At some point you had some bars, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh um definitely have the poetry background and all that, but and then obviously through the, the YouTube the, the podcast and all that, but mm-hmm. um how dope is it just to sit down with people and get their side of the story? Yeah. Um and, and how how is that going to change kind of the art of being free going forward? It's just going to give me the opportunity to uplift others mm. versus talking about it. Now I can show it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And it's just like, let me show people that there are other talented creatives, creatives out here, right? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of stars that are just waiting to pop. And I always felt like I attracted like really great energy and really great people to me. That's why I'm here right now. Right. Uh, and people are going to be exposed to uh, just a, a lot of gifted people. Like it goes beyond talent. It's gifted folks and they're putting their uh, energy out there consistently, right? And with quality. So, it's going to be cool. I'm excited to see. I'm energized to see where it goes because it's a focused energy versus an excitement where you kind of running all over the place, right? Right. It's very focused energy, and uh, I'm ex- I'm energized to share this season three with everybody. That's dope. So when, when so you don't know when it's dropping yet. You're going to try to wrap up. It, I expect it in this month. I expect okay. it to be in October. October. Yeah. I expect. It, I What's expect the it. reasoning behind seasons? 
uh, and, and not just like that's on a, a continual, you know, just yeah. like on a continual basis. Yeah, that's a really good question. So the uh, gentleman that I um, trained with when I started, he was a mentor. His name was Sean Cannell, and he uh, talked about starting your own show. And you want to do so. Here, here's the bottom line. When I first started, I wanted to make sure I finished right. So when I did season one, it was like we're gonna do at least 35 episodes weekly. And then the the Instagram was a byproduct of that because my YouTube was my main focus. Then I started kind of bubbling on Instagram. I had a video like blow up. I was like, all right, I'll stay on Instagram. And then I started making money on Instagram. I was like, all right, I'm definitely gonna stay here. But my whole focus for season one was to get 35 episodes. But the gentleman was like, start your own show. At least 35 episodes. You want something you can call your own. And then after I did the 35, I was like, okay, I'm on a plot to do, you know, season two. I'll just do the same thing, maybe take it a little deeper. And uh, and it just, as you continue to go, you meet people. I'm a part of a community. I think if you start, I believe if you start any type of venture, you should have some sort of community that's supportive that you can be a part of. 100%. Would, you know what I mean? So yeah. that, that was a big part of it too. And they're all doing podcasts or doing shows and they're consistent and they're showing up every day. So I see them. Some of them look super tired too. I'm like, dang, I know you're tired, but they still showing up. <laughs> yeah. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, so right. it's like, in, in fact, my biggest video, I didn't even want to put it out that day. It was a Saturday. I was tired. I wanted to sit back. Conan was on and I was, I'm going to watch Conan and just relax. And I was like, nah, I've been putting videos out every day for like, like 50 days straight at that, at that point. And then I put the video out and it just blew up, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's usually when you do the thing that you don't want to do, that's when it like kind of breaks through. Um, yes. So, yeah. So I, I'm kind of ranting. I kind of lost the my train of thought on the whole question. <laughs> <laughs> about seasons. Yeah, really? About seasons. Oh, seasons. So, yeah. So wrapping it up, putting a bow on it, at eventually, you know, I want to be able to package like the show, mm -hmm. like to sponsors, right? Or... Just any opportunity. So in future episodes, I won't have a Kango hat on unless they're endorsing me. Mm. You know what I mean? I won't right. have a, um, like I'll have my own art on. Mm -hmm. But right now I'm in this awareness building phase and I'm willing to go like 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, OK, if by end of season three, if I'm out like this, then I'm going to quit. Not to say I haven't thought of like just letting it go because, it, again, it's tiring. I make money offline like real good. And you're not got my family and everything. And it's a full-time job putting out content the way I do. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but when I look at it like, okay, this is like a 30-year thing, right? That's a, good, that's a great mindset. Yeah, like, okay, 30 years, I'm just going to keep going. And who knows? I'm really energized to see where I'll be, you know, year five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Year, year 10. Now, now we really cooking, you know? You're so, right. <laughs> so that's what I, I, I put myself in that mindset. And then, you know, I, I want to be able to package these different seasons so people could see the mm. growth. And, and I've had a lot of opportunities on TV and, and just hosting and being an MC and that that's not really out there like that, you know, just kind of behind the scenes. So, you know, just handling like my business like that and actually having like, Hey, here's a, a catalog of seasons of spoken word. Got you. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's my intention behind it. So what's the, what's that process look like? Because I know for us, like it's a weekly thing, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, Record, edit, put it out, yeah. right? And we might have like a couple that I always say like in the tuck, like is there, you know, like we'll we'll shoot a little extra just mm -hmm. so we have something for the rainy day. I mean, I've got a family as well. Yeah. 
we're both busy and things happen, you know, family comes into town, you, you know, holiday, especially now, this time of the year, holidays. Mm-hmm. But what's that process like for you? Like, are you recording well in advance and then dropping the season? Are you kind of like four or five episodes, drop, four or five episodes? Like, what is that process? So I focus on the long-form content weekly. Like, that's I'm making sure I record that at least once a week, typically Fridays. I always wait till the last minute. I shouldn't. Because I edit my own videos. I be up late. I'm trying to kick it with my wife. Yeah. But I'm like editing videos. And I look up and she's asleep. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, man, I was going to kick it with you tonight. <laughs> uh, but I got to edit my video. So it's just like, and, and she. she okay. <laughs> it's because I would 100% understand where you're coming from, bro. Yeah, you know. And, um, but I, I do my best to, you know, batch record when I can. I, I don't like to record when I have to record. Because it doesn't come across as dope as I'd like. So a lot of the content you see on on Instagram, I mentioned, it's kind of like a year. A lot of it's a year old, three months old. Like I just, I repurpose it. I might, you know, add a couple different edits and different music to it. Um, But the entire process is to like, I create a content strategy. This is what I'm going to talk about this week. I usually do it on like a, a Saturday. And then I just put it out, right? I record on a Sunday and I put it out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's usually late at night because I'm doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I try to do my best to get it out before midnight, you know, and then I got to go to work the next morning. So it's it's tough, but I know it'll pay off. A lot of it is oftentimes there are other things I prefer to do. So, like, that's my, my biggest enemy when it comes to putting out the content. I still put it out, mm-hmm. but the next level for me is, like, okay, really hone in on that content strategy, really hone in on the batch recording and scheduling the post and That'll that'll be a relief for me, and then eventually I'll I'll take on some assistance and stuff like that. But um, I I just approach it with you know I've already got all this content from these long form videos. I chop it up with AI now. It's a lot easier to just have oh, it yeah. chopped up. Oh man, all these clips. But I like again I like to curate my own clips. But I'll use AI as a reference. It's like okay they like that clip. Let me go and just edit that clip myself. Mm-hmm. Versus I'm gonna use this whole AI thing, and so I make AI work for me as a resource versus. I'm going to use AI. AI is like the new Photoshop. Like back when everybody was like, oh, that's a Photoshop pick. Now it's going to be like that with AI. So right. that's kind of a sidebar. But um, that's basically how I approach putting my content. Out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Starts I, with the most. I'm going to take that sidebar yeah. and put it back <laughs> on the table. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Because you put in your, in, in, you when you sent us what, you know, mm-hmm. what you do and everything and, I found it very interesting about AI. Yes, sir. Right? Yeah. And I, I want to know your take on it. Do you have a positive take or a negative take on AI? And across the board, you know, across the board, I know we talked about the, because they do the editing and there's the chat GPT and mm-hmm. AI is everywhere now. Yeah, like it, yeah. it's doing damn near everything at this point, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even the Photoshop stuff. It's it's crazy to watch yeah. videos of like, oh, you just tell the put trees in there and it's like put trees in there it's really you know it's crazy so i'm curious about what you think about ai today yeah ai is is the wave i mean it's been that way i'm in technology as a profession so i've been studying uh generative ai uh and machine learning for about three years okay and then when the nft started to pop i was like how are they making all of these you know pictures these drawings and they were just using some code in Python and using AI to make like 10,000 versions of a, a bear or whatever. Right. So then I really got into AI and, and just went down the whole rabbit hole. And it's, it's most definitely 
here to stay. I have very positive uh, vibes about it. I know there are some people who are thinking negatively about it. I look at it like as an artist, especially there are a lot of artists who don't like AI and there's, there's some really good like Bing images or Bing chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you can make some real dope art on there. I use it when I need to make like YouTube banners or whatever. Right. I, I'm in a pinch. I look at AI from an artist's perspective. It's just another resource. It's another arrow you can put in your quiver. Another tool. You know what I mean? That's it. Like, yeah. I don't look at it like people are like, oh, AI is going to replace everybody. And, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to have a job or nothing like that. And I, I, that's just a, a wrong mentality to have. Because if that's how you feel, it's likely that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So right. I'm, I'm looking to, you know, get, dig deep into it. I got multiple certifications uh, around large language models and, and generative AI coding. And uh, I'm definitely going to be putting it out. People are going to see it. The thing is, you want to put it out. I use a lot of AI to create my content, but people don't know. Right. And I, I think people just have a misconception of what AI is. They don't look at it like artificial intelligence is everywhere. It's been around the the uh, definition of it at its core is it's just computing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like computer mm-hmm. art is artificial intelligence. So, right. Right. Yeah. But a generative AI is what people need to really learn about. Right. OK. Are you are you looking? Are you uh, I feel like you said it, but I'm not. I just want to make it clear. Yeah. Are you looking at like do something yourself in that field like maybe drop an app or oh yeah absolutely okay because I feel like you kind of like said it but I was yeah. like oh, did he really do it like was that it so yeah absolutely. Uh, you have something in the works right now like yeah well again I use it in everything that I do from the captions and my videos I got a couple of bilingual videos out there that but you're using voice. outside I go into so there's a um an interface for developers called uh, it's a generative Adobe generative AI like vertex so you go in Vertex, you okay. can make little chat bots. That's the extent of my knowledge right now is to make a chat box, which is a chat bot, which is uh, kind of difficult to do. Um, but as the technology improves, like I want to see where I could take it. Like, can I train a, a model on my art? Like I just feed in my art. We, that's all it is when, with generative AI. So I'm feeding this model, all my art, all my drawings, and then I could just type in some stuff and it can spit out a drawing that's my style. So those are like different ways and I'm going with it. Uh, as far as the apps, you know, we'll see how that goes, okay. you know, as I learn. But right now, I just, again, want to use it as a resource to help make my job easier. Give me some time back so I can go spend it with my family. Because, you know, because, you know, what I think would kill. Mm. And I think a lot of people I think a lot of apps have tried to do it. But mm-hmm. then, like, you either got to pay a stupid amount of money to to be able to do it like the way you want to do it. Yeah. Or they don't actually quite come out as well as like what's advertised. Mm. It's like a lot of the cartoon apps, right? Like, and I know there was some, there was some of the AI stuff that was really dope. But yeah. like, it would be dope to have like the free that, yeah, right? And yeah. I and I put <laughs> and I now I'm like a TMNT version, yeah, of myself, mm-hmm. right? And they kind of have that stuff out, but then when you go to do it, it's like. The side of your face is way over here yeah. somewhere. <laughs> then it caught the shadow from back here. Like yeah. you got to be perfectly green screen to do it. So that's why I was wondering because that would be dope. Man, you're like the art is dope, and that's why I was like, man, I would love to just like have a free that man. Like because yeah. I love the cartoon stuff, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. love like the the caricature stuff as well. Yeah, yes, you know right. what I'm saying. I think a lot of people uh, love to do that with like the emojis mm-hmm. and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So. 
That would be dope. Like, if you, man, I'm signing up, man. Yeah. $19.99 a month, I'm in there. That's you know? what's up. That's what's up. It's, it's definitely a possibility. Certainly something that I consider like a 90s style Nickelodeon type version fire. of yourself. Yeah, that would be really dope, actually. So. I gotta get on that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like a, a Nickelodeon style version of you would be dope. Yeah. yeah. So AI make is making that possible. So I'm on the side of AI. Long answer to your short question. And you know what, man? I I would I like AI as well. Mm. You know, I really do. I I, th- I think it's a really cool tool to have, yeah. and especially for creatives, us three that are sitting in this room right yeah. now, right? Mm. Like it helps us to edit or even ask something like a question to something and and get an answer really faster, you know, and, (laughs) uh, you know, I use it in, in different areas of, you know, outside of doing this, Mm -hmm. like my actual job that I still have, you know, and I'll ask it like, you know, what do you, what would you do in this situation or what, uh, you know, how would you tell somebody to do, you know, yeah. or, and it gets, just gives you a, it's just a tool, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not doing, it's just spitting something out and it gives you a laundry list. Yeah, It's not like one thing. It's like boom, 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 bullet points, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then just on the creativity side, it's just amazing. So I'm with you. Like, I think there's a lot of positive things, but I will... <laughs> Say, man, there's some bad people out there, and that's yeah. that's the thing that it just you're like, man, yeah, somebody's AI, gonna AI do is the bad is the people that it's, use it's, it that's gonna turn that. into a bad thing. It's right. always that, right? It's yeah. Some dude going, oh, I can oh. do this. <laughs> yeah, such such is uh, such is the world, right? It's always gonna be for every good. There's always gonna be like something. And, and look, negative, man, you so. you can't stop that, right? Yeah. You just can't. <laughs> right. it, like, mm-hmm. there's just there's no way around that. So that's why I'm kind of like. That's why I said that, because, yeah. like, as much positive things, people will focus on that 1% of negative thing mm-hmm. that somebody did and turned it super negative. Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. like, yeah, but it's done 99% really great positive things, yeah. you know, to help out people and stuff like that and give it, give you a leg up on something, Absolutely. you know. And so it's just crazy. Uh, I'm going to flip the conversation one more time here. Sure. Uh do you have anything recorded hip hop wise uh, <laughs> that anybody could go listen to? <laughs> this what this how I did the lady that I was interviewing the other day because I was like, I'm not gonna talk about your music. Uh, but then I asked her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. it went to, towards the end, you know? Yeah. Um <laughs> it's just so like yeah, I do. I've got some stuff on SoundCloud. I've got a, a whole EP on Apple Music called The Glow. Uh, and I did that back in like 2008. Okay. So hip hop is history for me, uh, but I still love hip hop. Mm-hmm. I still write. I was writing the other day, uh, and the way that you will hear my hip hop again will be through my cartoons. So I mentioned Call Ooh. Center TV. I, I released Call Center TV, the cartoon, back in 2015. So we're gonna do a re-release because now, as I you know, I think about when I rap, my rap back then was the base of it was like a lot of bravado, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm dope. I'm this, I'm that. And that's not me anymore. Right. I'm a father. Like I'm a sports dad. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right. I'm not rapping about that, but I could take the characters from the cartoon. 
I could take the characters from the cartoon and like bring mm. that element. Because gotcha. I love music. I grew up in music, and it's it's timeless to me. That's so. a great idea, by yeah. the way. That's <laughs> a fantastic idea. Because it's a way to, again, because you love music. Mm-hmm. And you love hip-hop music. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I, maybe you still want to create hip-hop music. Yeah. But don't necessarily want to put it out as like an album right. or an EP mm-hmm. or something. Right. Right. And put it into a show yeah. that you created. Mm-hmm. That's fire. That's such a great idea. And, and by such the way, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know how many characters you're going to have in Call Center TV. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, if you ever need like a voice actor yeah. or something, you know what I'm saying? There's this guy. Yeah. He's he's half of the gray space. All, you know what I mean? Go. You know what I'm saying? You got the voice, man. Yeah. He does have the voice, you got the for voice it. man. Right. Hey, hey, you let me know, he does man. Got the I'm, voice I'm there. For it. Yeah, you got to, you can't get into the club right That's now. That's it, right? Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> all I need. So, yeah, That's so, all I need. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. As we, as we flesh the, the characters out, and that's another thing with AI, it's just going to make it easier to put these things out. It took a long time to make. It was like a three minute cartoon, but it took me like six months. You mm. know what I mean? So now that's back in twenty fifteen. Limited resources, but it was very dope, and it mm. got a lot of love. So I'm energized to put that out as well. And that's again a, just a way to feature original music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without without being like freed. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like being just like. Like, you'll see it, and you're going to be like, wow, you know. And I use the colors. I use the reds and mm-hmm. all that. So it's like you just I – lo- I think about how can I make people stop scrolling and just, like, key in for a mm-hmm. little bit, you know. That's so, a great point. Uh, and as you see the cartoons, they'll come up on, on the Art of Being Freed, on the, the Instagram. It's, it's going to be a showstopper. That's my, you know, intention. Right. You know what I mean? I want folks to – I want to deliver the content in different ways because the message is the same. Have a growth mindset, but now we just need to – provide a little bit of spice and variety into the uh, way that it's presented. And the, the cartoon is like a way to do that. Mm-hmm. So you got Art of Being Freed, season three coming up, season two wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, Call Center TV is uh, being re-released, repurposed, yes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you got going on, if anything else? What, what else can people expect from uh, from you, Freed? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be doing an art show at SIP Bar and Grill on October 29th. I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing several art shows. I have a, a partnership with the Creative Center of Scottsdale. Okay. Uh, I've done several uh, art shows with them. I actually taught a class uh, over the summer, Digital Art for Beginners for Kids. Dope. And uh, we had a nice class of kids, very talented, gifted kids in there. and We drew a dragon. Very cool with the Creative Center of Scottsdale. So uh, that's the partnership I'll be uh, doing. It, it should be a monthly, but I know for sure we're going to do October 29th. I'll be there with live uh, art, right? Like original pieces, similar to what I brought here today. Mm. Uh, and the focus is going to be on sports and uh, chibi, which is like a, a form of anime. Okay. So sports and chibi uh, characters. So it's going to be really fun. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, you know, family friendly. You know okay. what I mean? I'm all about family, you know? Um, so that's like my main kind of goal right now is just get out there with the art, you know, mm-hmm. while, while while I can. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, let me share this gift while I'm here. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my my vibes right now outside of the podcast and, and the cartoons. Nice. Excited, man. I'm excited, too, man. That's what's dope. Anything that, uh, that we missed that we didn't cover that you'd like to tap into before we get out of here? That's a dope question. I always ask that at the end of my sales calls. Like, anything I didn't cover? I may have missed. They always have something, too. Uh, I, this time, though, I believe we covered, you know, everything. It's been, like, a really dope 
you know, conversation, Man. you know, coming into nice. it. And then we covered the, the AI, the cartoon, the podcast, the content creation, the hip hop a little bit, uh, the family. You know what I mean? Again, family first for me. Yeah. Um, always. And uh that's that's pretty much it for me. So. And, and you and you a fellow Calizonian, man. Let's yes. go. Yes. You're a fellow Calizonian. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I did start with that. Yes, sir. I love it. Go. I, love I was it. at the I was at I just I want to say this real quick. Yeah. I was at the ASU game because Fresno State was playing them recently and uh and Fresno State won like twenty nine nothing. And I was the only, you know, Fresno State fan. Yeah, I went by myself, I'm all by myself. Wife and kids didn't want to go, and I was talking so much trash. <laughs> Nobody said nothing. I and then I told everybody to go home because they scored again. I was like, "Go home, go home," and they started going home. I'm uh, and then the lady turned around and looked at me, and then I got real cordial, real quick. Like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to say it like this. It's, like, it's my it's my team, you know. So, um, but yeah, it, it, that's like the one time it's I'm. My team. It's my team. You know, it's, yeah, the, right. it's the one time though that I'm like. You know, really into it because I'm from California. I'm from Fresno. I got yeah. to represent. So yeah, I just had to mention that story because you know, go Bulldogs. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I respect yeah. it. Another reason why I wear a lot of red because Fresno State's colors are are red and white. So they are and blue. Yeah, yes, sir. Well, let them know where they can find you on your social media and all that. Yes, so you can find me at Freed Podcast on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. All my socials are linked there. I'm also at Call Center TV. That's all my art. That's where you'll see the cartoon. Those are going to be the top two places you can find me. You can also get merch at callcentertv.com. So I'm going to have a lot of art on there. If you can't make it to the show, that's a really good opportunity to get some cool art, get some some cool uh, gear. Uh, and we're going to have some toys on there, too. So I'm excited about everything that we have coming out. And we're going to have all that thing. We, You know how we do. We got to sprinkle down. Oh, sprinkle, sprinkle. Everything you just yeah. said, they'll be able to click it, go right where they need to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, free, man. Thank you again. I, I am really looking forward to everything you got coming up. Appreciate you. Um, love the art. Love the podcast. Definitely am going to try to make it out to the uh, to the uh, joint on the 29th. That'd be dope, There's man. a lot of stuff going on, so you know I don't want to promise anything, but I, I'm definitely going to try to make it out there. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, man, just keep it going, man. Keep keep doing your thing. And like I said, you know what I mean. Get your boy caught, man. When you, you know what I mean. Yeah. I let your boy. You know yeah. <laughs> It'd be a dope opportunity. Yeah, yeah man, sir. for sure, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. And appreciate you. I also want to say thank you for coming. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming, sitting down with us, telling your story. Absolutely. Uh, I have to commend you for your positivity. I really look forward to that uh, in people, and it's energetic, and I can. I feel it from you, and I love it, and I, I just I wish the best for you, man. I really do, and I want to say, come back any time. I right. love oh, the invitation. I would for sure. love to sit down and talk to for you sure. about more positive things. If, you know what you got going on, whatever it is. You have an open invitation to the gray space, and we really want you to come back, and Absolutely. we'll spin the block at some point. Spin you know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. Appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, it's been a very we, wonderful sure. experience. We, we'd love to have you back. So thank we'll you again for coming on. You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is The Gray Space. Peace. Peace.